The Nonprofit Hour, a weekly look at Portland's nonprofits and do gooders, with interviews, profiles, and documentaries. This is the Nonprofit Hour program here on X Ray FM. The show is brought to us by the Media Institute for Social Change, a public interest media lab that works to inspire, empower, and engage emerging media producers. I'm Jason Dennington. Every year, as a part of Willamette Week's Give Guide, which brings focus to end-of-year fundraising for many of the Portland-area nonprofits doing great work for our communities, they hold a kickoff party at which they announce the winners of the current year's Skidmore Prize. The Skidmore Prize honors young nonprofit staff members who were nominated for demonstrating excellence, passion, and commitment to the work that they do every day on behalf of others. Every week throughout the end of the year, the Nonprofit Hour will be speaking with one of the Skidmore Prize winners about their work, as well as featuring interviews with several of the varied organizations participating in this year's Give Guide. On today's show, we have the first of these profiles with Skidmore Prize recipient Daisha Tate of North by Northeast Community Health Center. And in the latter half of the show, we will gain a deeper understanding of the organization by listening in on a conversation Phil Bussey had with their medical director, Jill Ginsberg. So to start off the show, we will first hear Daisha Tate's speech from the live Give Guide event, followed by her talk with Phil. Our next winner is Daisha Tate. Susie, Susie Jeffries, Executive Director at North by Northeast Community Health Center, had this to say about Daisha. When we interviewed Daisha for this position, she spoke strongly of her decision to move out of the private sector and into nonprofit work. She's a woman of strong principle who cares deeply about her community, and I have no doubt her commitment to the nonprofit world comes out of this love for the health of her community. Please welcome Daisha and Kaylee Walker from Davis Ripe Tremaine, who will present her award. It is a privilege to be here tonight in front of all of you accepting this award. Initially, I deleted the email from Nick that I had been nominated <laughs> because in my mind, it didn't pertain to me. Yes, I work hard every day, but nothing extraordinary. Fortunately, my executive director, Susie Jeffries, saw something in me that I could not see in myself. I am honored to have been chosen. The mission of North by Northeast is to improve health outcomes and advance health equity within the African American community. I do this work to help give our people a voice. Just because you're a minority or have low income doesn't mean you have nothing to say or contribute to society. But in order to do that, self-care, mental, physical, and spiritual. On the airplane, they tell you to put your own mask on first, then help others. That instruction should also be applied in how you live your life. As a culture, we spend so much time taking care of everyone else that we forget to take care of ourselves. But without your health, there's little happiness, peace, or success. Health is wealth, not the amount that you have in your bank account. I would like to thank my mom, brother, and my other half for your continuous words of encouragement and always having my back. My faves for simply always being there and growing with me in this thing called life. They say birds of a feather flock together, and our flock is amazing. 
All the love to my two sons, Draceon and Delon, who are here tonight and probably a little confused as to what this whole thing is even about. <laughs> but don't worry, I'll save each of you a copy of Give Guide for you to read when you're a little older, just to prove Mom did, in fact, have her 15 seconds of fame. <laughs> I would also like to thank the Native American Rehabilitation Association for introducing me to this world run of the nonprofit sector. Without that experience, I would probably still be trapped in corporate America. To North by Northeast, to my North by Northeast coworkers, I wouldn't be here without your hard work, daily laughs, dedication, and support. I'm thankful and blessed to be able to work with a group of strong-minded women who I can also consider family. Lastly, North by Northeast would not be in existence without the hard work of our co-founder, Dr. Jill Ginsburg, and the vision of late pastor Mary Overstreet-Smith, whose birthday also happens to be today. I'm sure that she worked her magic in heaven to make this award possible. So on that note, I would like to say, happy birthday, Pastor Mary. I will do my part in making sure your legacy is preserved and continue this journey of serving the underserved. Thank you. Thanks for checking your next email. <laughs> Gotta check those emails. <laughs> All of you, the next two months. Sometimes I feel like the Wizard of Oz with all of you. So just always emailing you and never get to see you, so tonight's fun. I'm a real person. <laughs> Congratulations, Stacia Tate. You're, you are one of the Skidmore winners. That's yes, wonderful. It's very exciting. And and so you work with North by Northeast Community Health Center. Tell us tell us what that is. Um, so it is pretty much the only African American focused health clinic in the state of Oregon. Um, so we basically focus on health equity and health outcomes for African Americans in the north and northeast area of Portland, just making sure we're keeping folks healthy. And and it's been around for about 10 years? Yes. We just celebrated 10 years this year. Well, congratulations on that as well. Thanks. <laughs> and how did, you, how did you come to the North by Northeast Community Health Center? Um, so, funny story, I used to work at Kaiser, and Dr. Joe, who's the medical director, also worked at Kaiser. And so when they started this, like, I used to hear, like, oh, make sure the doctors collect their toiletries from the hotels and bring them in so we could take them to the clinic and people who needed, like, soaps and toothpaste and stuff could pick it up. And we ended up running into each other. Um, they were having their grand event for Cuts and Checks, which is a program that they run. And my kiddos just so happened to have a haircut that day. <laughs> and so I walked into the barber shop, and Dr. Joe was there along with um, Sharetta Butcher, a community health worker. And we got to talking, and she asked me what I was doing. I currently had a job and wasn't interested at the time. Um, and she's like, oh, just keep us on, the ra our, on your radar and mark our Facebook page. So like the Facebook page, a couple months later, this position came, and I was like, huh, maybe look into it and... Went ahead and applied, and the rest is history. I'm here now. <laughs> and it's and it's it's a much be a very different job in terms. I mean, Kaiser uh, is a large, large organization. Yes, definitely. And, and this is uh, how many doctors are at this at this clinic? Um, we have two physicians and one nurse practitioner. That's that's a, <laughs> a lot difference. more a lot more intimate and. And does that translate to uh, the patients that you're seeing, that, that idea of being knowing them more and knowing them better? Yes, definitely. Um, our patients, as they call it, it's a patient health home versus just like 
Kaiser going to you're going to the doctor's office, but this is like their health home. Mm-hmm. So. And and uh, why the need or why the need for a specific African American health clinic? What what is what are some of the uh, clients or the patients that you're working with? What would they not be able to get at a different hospital or clinic? Um, so we work more basically with helping the patient advocate for their own health. Um, when you go to the doctor's office, you get maybe a 10 to 15 minute visit in and out because at those big organizations, they have a status quo that they need to meet. It's not by any fault of their own, but they have to see 20 patients in one day. So they don't really have time to spend with you. At our office, um, our general time for per patient is half an hour. But if it's needed, we will extend that. And let's say if you talk to the doctor and you come out and you actually something else pops into your mind that you didn't get to say, we have our front desk that'll listen to you. We have our community health worker that you can sit down and talk with. And we'll relay all this stuff to the physician who will actually get back to you. And so it's just that one-on-one. And a lot of people end up getting lost in those big health care systems. So we're going to keep on with you. Our community health worker will make a house call to your house (laughs) to hunt you down if you're not making your appointments or getting your blood pressure checked. You know, Dr. Jill will come visit you at the hospital if she finds out that you're sick and you've been in there for a minute. So, you know, it's just more personal care. And how how are people finding out by North by Northeast Community Health Center? Just, I mean, obviously something like like Kaiser or Blue Shield or Blue Cross, you know, these these are places that people know because Mm -hmm. they have uh, they're large and they have big marketing mm-hmm. budgets. What about you guys? Um, a lot of word of mouth. Um, we attend a lot of community events and set up tables and do blood pressure checks. Um, we also have an OHP um, outreach person who helps people sign up for organ health plan. So if you don't have organ health plan, you usually don't have a doctor. And so she'll sign you up and then say, hey, if you want to be a patient of ours, you know, you can come on in. We'll get you set up there. So it's really a lot on us <laughs> versus the big marketing because we don't really have like a marketing budget or anything like that. How did you find out about the Skidmore Award? How did you find out that you were a winner? Um, so I originally got the email from Nick and like scanned it over and went to go put it in my trash <laughs> of my email. And my boss came in because she wasn't there that day. And she's actually the one that nominated our, nominated me, our executive director. And so she's like, hey, did you get an email? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, kind of was like, oh, yeah, I remember something. She's like, did you fill it out? I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, no, you need to fill that out. So I was like, OK. So it's kind of like you must fill this out type thing. But yeah, I totally didn't think it was something that applied to me, but here I am. <laughs> well, uh, why did you not think it applied to you? And, and why did your boss think that it did? Um. Well, she saw something in me that I guess that I didn't. I just see myself, you know, doing my job every day and it's something that I love to do. So it was just like, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Like, I'm not really doing anything special. So she saw differently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess uh, humility is also another one of the virtues, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Congratulations on the award and um, congratulations on all the good work that North by Northeast Community Health Center does. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And and, uh, uh, Daisha, how about a, a song to take us out? Um, so, Picked a Change is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. Oh, fantastic song. Yes, we think so, too. <laughs> <laughs>
to Skidmore Prize winner Daisha Tate for giving us the opportunity to get to know about herself and her work a bit better. Now to find out more about the organization she works for, North by Northeast Community Health Center, here's Phil Bussey with their medical director, Jill Gidsberg. This is Phil Bussey. It's the Nonprofit Hour. I am very pleased to be in the studio with Dr. Jill Ginsberg, who is the co-founder and medical director of North by Northeast Community Health Center. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, the health clinic, but we're also here to talk about Deisha Tate, who works there and is one of the Skidmore Prize Award winners, which is wonderful for her work. Let's start with talking about what is the North by Northeast Community Health Center and just what is its basic mission and and, uh, who does it serve? Yeah, thank you. So the North by Northeast Community Health Center has been around since 2006, and we're the only health clinic in Oregon devoted to African-American health. We're a primary care clinic, so we do basic primary care. We see a lot of people with diabetes and high blood pressure and minor minor illnesses like colds and flu and that kind of thing. We serve uh, a low-income population. Our, our patients are either uninsured or on the Oregon Medicaid program, the Oregon Health Plan. And, and maybe this is a, a, a silly or even dumb question, but why, was, why is there that need to fill in? I mean, the healthcare system is not providing that uh, for, for this group of people? Well, when we we opened in 2006, and um, back then, there there was a very limited Medicaid program in Oregon, um, which served primarily pregnant women, children, and uh, some people with severe illnesses, but on a very limited basis. So most of the the poor people in 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 town and in Oregon didn't have any health coverage. It seems hard to believe now, but that was the case. So when we when we opened, it was because people were using the emergency room to get a refill of their blood pressure medicine. People were going without their insulin or their blood pressure medicine, and people were dying as a result of not having access to just the most basic 
kinds of, of health care services. So we, we opened to address that, and we saw people with no health insurance um, for up until 2014. And then with Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, we were able to uh, kind of take advantage of the Medicaid expansion in Oregon, which not only continued to provide free health care to pregnant women and children, but expanded the, the program so that hundreds of thousands of low-income adults could also be members of the Oregon Health Plan and, and get amazing free health care, not only primary care visits, but medications, testing, specialty care, hospitalization, all of that for, for free, no, no out-of-pocket costs at all. But, but still... Even with that, we know that some people uh, tend to do better than others as far as health outcomes. And there's been a very well-documented disparity between the health of certain groups compared to others. So, for example, if you are black in Portland, you're twice as likely to die if you have diabetes compared to someone who's white. And that is because why? Well, that's for a complicated combination of reasons. There's no one reason for that. There, um, But health disparities are um, complicated and many, you know, multifactorial. Partly it's because of the long history of racism in our country that has um, kind of poisoned the healthcare system for a lot of black people. They've been poorly treated historically. They've been tricked and um, you know, had some really terrible things happen to them, and for very good reason, have not had great trust in what the healthcare system had to offer. Disparities in housing and employment and education all show up in when you look at health outcomes. And and you you had touched on this earlier, and 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 that obviously uh, creates a situation that is uh, a really damaging paradox in that. Um, a group of uh, a demographic that perhaps can't afford uh, health care then is forced to uh, manage it by crisis, meaning, like you pointed out, going to the emergency room. And then that that uh, really is damaging in terms of it's incredibly expensive. Uh, and, and for a person who maybe can't afford just routine care, let alone emergency care. And it just seems to be that that wedge um gets driven even further in the, the the further that you get into this situation. Yeah. When the system doesn't serve you well and you go to the system for help and you don't get served well, you know, things just tend to spiral downward. And, you know, it, it's it's well known that emergency room is the worst place to get um, care for something that isn't an emergency. It's It costs the system a lot of money. It can bankrupt people or put them into financial ruin. And it's not, uh, it, let alone, it's not a, it, the emergency room isn't set up for that kind of care. So it's not, um, it's not necessarily the best care for things like high blood pressure or diabetes. And so the, the, the North by Northeast Community Health Center started 10 years ago. Uh, congratulations on Thank a decade. You. Yeah, yeah. And you've been able to remedy some of these issues? 
We have seen in our in our patients uh, the health disparities that are reflected and and have been well documented on the state level and in Multnomah County. We don't have those health disparities among our patient population. So uh, and that's been our 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 mission has been to create a safe and welcoming place where people who have been historically poorly served by the healthcare system could get high quality care in an environment and setting that feels good to them where they um, you know not only get better health but kind of rebuild the trust with the healthcare system and what we've seen is that people do well when they come to us they get their blood pressure under control they get their diabetes under control but they also are empowered to go out into other healthcare settings. For example, if we have to refer them to a specialist at um, another at a hospital, they do much better then as well. They they're able to advocate for themselves better and better understand what what a relationship with a healthcare provider should should look like. This is the nonprofit hour. We're talking with Dr. Jill. This is the Nonprofit Hour. We're talking with Dr. Jill Ginsberg. She is the medical director by North by Northeast Community Health Center. Dr. Ginsberg, let's let's take a musical break. You brought in some songs. Do you care to start us off with one? Well, I love this song uh, that Michael Jackson uh, made famous, uh, Man in the Mirror. Um, it really talks about something that Pastor Mary, uh, my co co-founder, always talked about, which is um, if you want things to be better, do something to make it better yourself. It's a great song. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter The kids in the street But not enough to eat Who am I to be blind Pretending not to see them need A summer's disregard A broken bottle top And a one-man soul They follow each other On the wind you know Cause they got nowhere to go That's why no one yet to know Do 
If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Nonprofit Hour from the Media Institute for Social Change on X-Ray FM. To become a supporting member of the Media Institute and find out more about their work, you can visit mediamakingchange.org. Members receive annual benefits and support programs such as the Nonprofit Hour and their summer documentary program. The Nonprofit Hour is also brought to you in part by generous support from Pacific Continental Bank and BusinessWorks. Find out more at therightbank.com or businessworkspdx.com. We also receive support from Living Room Realty, who are committed to living and doing business with meaning, and Ristretto Roasters, locally owned and small batch roasted since 2005, four cafes in urban Portland and available at local markets and online. More info at rrpdx.com. Now we return to Phil Bussey in conversation with Jill Ginsburg of North by Northeast Community Health Center. We are talking to Dr. Jill Ginsburg, who is the medical director and co-founder for North by Northeast Community Health Center. Uh, and we are talking with her in part because of the wonderful work they do, but also specifically because Deisha Tate, who works there, is one of the Skidmore Prize Award winners. You guys, you, you, the, the center recently moved. We did. And you're up on Alberta Street now. Yes, yes. And uh, with with Portland changing, uh, demographics changing, neighborhoods changing, uh, what what happened with that move? And and is that still a good is it, is is that still a good location geographically for uh, your mission? Yeah, it's a wonderful location. We're thrilled to be uh, in the Alberta neighborhood. We we opened in 2006 in a small building on Williams Avenue. Uh, back when there wasn't much on Williams Avenue, it's uh, I just drove up that way today, and I uh, every time I take that route, I'm amazed at all the new the new construction that's come up. Um, and then in 2008, we moved into the Garlington Center on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. So that was still, that was still in the Northeast neighborhood, and we were faced with this, uh, this move, and knew that we were going to have to move. We got a lot of questions like yours: Is this the right neighborhood? Should we move east? Should we move south? Should we split off and have a couple different locations? What's the what's the best way to go? And and we talked to our patients. We have a an advisory group of patients and former patients who help us when we have big decisions facing us like like that. And and it was um, it was unanimous. Every, people, even people themselves who have had to leave the neighborhood, were not only. Well, they were insistent. They demanded that we stay in the neighborhood and really felt that so much has been lost to the black community and that um, that our presence in the neighborhood was a really good thing. And and people really wanted us to kind of put a stake in the ground that this is uh, this is where we belong. This is where people who need us the most uh, either live or come come to for a variety of church or their barbershop or school. And it was really important to people that we stay. And And we've moved kind of more into the heart of the neighborhood with this move to Alberta. Well, the other thing that uh, that kind of was a surprise to me is in when we were in the Garlington Center, we had this, um, the way the building was set back from the street, we were protected from the street. We weren't right on the street. 
There was a bus stop right in front of the building and this big median. So people walking down the sidewalk, they would never walk by our door. And now that we're on Alberta in the building that that we're in, which is a renovated building that um, has been there for, for a long time, people walk by our door. And they open the door and they look in and they say, what is this place? And what do you do here? And and it feels there's a very different feeling about it. So we're, we're just thrilled with the with the move. And I, we have more space and it's beautiful space. And um, it, that, there's a lot of excitement in the in the neighborhood about about our arrival. And, and yeah, we're just excited. Yeah, it's wonderful. I, I was heading down Alberta Street the other day and it's it, I, I noticed right away uh, that that you guys are there. And it's and it is if you're. Uh, you guys are serving a community, and it's wonderful that to be part of the community. Now, you've been involved with social justice justice issues for years before this as well. Jobs with uh, jobs with justice. How is healthcare a social justice issue? Um, in every way, how is it not a social justice issue? I guess I would say I've been a doctor for almost thirty five years, and. Everything about um, trying to improve health has to do with the things that are right and the things that are wrong with our society. So um, medicine can't fix all of that. But um, when people get sick or when people are trying to stay healthy, they're dealing with all the same things that um, affect everyone in our in our country. It's, you know, housing and um, job prospects and stress and, and racism and prejudice and, and all of those things. And it's, you know, you see it uh, on a one-to-one level with people when they come for health care. And what, what I love about medicine is being able to look at a whole population and think about how can we how can we you know as they say move the needle on on uh, some health outcomes in this population but we get to do it one person at a time and I get to sit down with people in a room just the two of us and talk and spend time and uh, it's you know it's it's a real privilege to to be able to make a change in people's lives and in the health of a community, and also to be able to get close to to, to a whole lot of people that, um, you know, it's, I just feel so fortunate to have, to be, to be able to do that. And that, that leads into the next question, too. I mean, there's, there's a, a connection with uh, North Bay Northeast Community Health Center, uh, two religious organizations, or at least with, with the background, uh, the co-founder, uh, Pastor Mary Overstreet, uh, you also have a background working with as social action chair for the Congression Congregation Beth Israel. Uh, how do you see that role of religion or religion organizations playing well into social justice or into outreach? Well, I think religious organizations have a long history, at least many, many of them, um, a long history of social justice and trying to right the wrongs that that we face as a society, um, healthcare, poverty, hunger, those are all issues that are very close to a lot of religious communities' values, uh, you know, trying to make improvements in those areas. So it's a natural connection. People who um, are in the faith communities that we partner with understand what we're trying to do and feel that it's a natural 
extension of their work to support to support um, an organization that that serves people who may not get the best service and may have historically been left behind from uh, the improvements that a lot of people have seen in healthcare. This is the nonprofit hour We're talking with Dr. Jill Ginsburg, who's the medical director by no- for North by Northeast Community Health Center. I'm going to take another musical break, and then I want to come back and talk about Obamacare, and obviously there's some some questions about what the next year or two can bring, and, and you guys are at the front lines of that. Um, you brought in a few song suggestions. If, if I could cue up Sam Cooke, Change is Going to Come, that seems to be an important song for you. I love that song. It's the ringtone on my phone, so I hear it. I hear it every day. Let's take a listen. Somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go to my. But he winds up knocking me back down on my knees. Oh, there have been times that I thought I could last for long. But now I think I'm able to carry That was Sam Cooke, Change is Gonna Come, and it is somewhat difficult to listen to that song right now, knowing that eight years ago when President, when, when Barack Obama was at first inaugurated as president, that was one of the songs that he played. Uh, we are obviously sitting at a very uncertain time uh, for many issues, one of those being uh, health care. And we are in the studio today talking to Dr. Jill Ginsburg, who's the medical director uh, for North by Northeast Community Health Center, which does incredibly important work. Uh, in in Portland and uh, providing health care for African-American individuals and families in the city. How worried are you? Um, um, well, um, yeah, I'm worried. I'm definitely worried, but I think, um, you know, I'm always worried. I'm I worry about our patients. I worry about our organization. I worry about our city. I worry about. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm kind of a worrier, but I also feel very focused. I feel uh, a renewed sense of purpose and uh, gratitude for being able to do the work that I can do and see that it makes things better. 
So it's it's a combination of things. But but yeah, Donald Trump has said that his first item of business will be to repeal Obamacare. And we don't have a lot of information about what is going to be replacing it other than what Paul Ryan has um, shown in his plan. But repealing Obamacare um, is a disaster for people who have who now have access to health care and didn't have it for so long, not just in Oregon, but across the country. And in Oregon, we've had a, we've had the Medicaid waiver, which has allowed us to have our own program and control separate from the Federal uh, Affordable Care Act. The Medicaid expansion in Oregon is, um, I think we felt it was pretty safe, but with this change in administration and the defeat of Measure 97, there's a lot of concern about the, the state budget gap and how that will affect the Medicaid program and funding for uh, basic services. So there's a, there's a lot of concern about it. We operated on a shoestring for 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 years, and with no we re, until we started seeing patients covered by Medicaid, we had no revenue source other than the generosity of our community members. So, even though it's worrying, I know that we can do a lot with very little. I'm hoping we don't have to do more with less because that's always difficult and people get hurt. People suffer when that happens. Um, so yeah, there's worry, but there's also focus and looking forward. And I, and, and I would think that, that um, a lot of the clients and patients that you're working with uh, have, have a complicated relationship with federal government and, and uh, governmental reliance. Uh, is is that a fair statement to to make? I think that there's been, um, in terms of uh, the idea of governmental government, quote unquote handouts, or that idea of self reliance, um, is 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 that something that you've had to overcome in terms mm. of? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, what what I thought you were going to ask about, which which does resonate with me, is uh, just a distrust of government that runs very deep in our, you know, among the patients that we serve. People don't assume that when you get a letter from the government, it's good news. They usually assume the opposite. So just in contrast with my own experience as a professional white woman, if I get a letter that looks official, uh, I'm not going to throw it away. I'm going to open it and and look at it. And I don't feel afraid of what that letter might say to me. We have a lot of people that we work with who have, um, you know, they get bad news and they get news that they, that doesn't make sense or it's confusing and things aren't always explained in a way that makes it easy for people to understand. So, so we, you know, for the, the way that we see this a lot is uh, the folks on Medicaid, the Oregon Health Plan, have to reapply every year for coverage. And if they don't, they lose their coverage. Um, the Oregon Health Authority sends a letter to people telling them this is the date that your coverage will end and this is what you have to do in order to continue. 
but people move sometimes and don't get their mail or they see a letter that looks official and throw it away or as one patient told me they she hid it under the bed because she thought it was going to be bad news and and then the the result of that could be no insurance coverage and maybe you're in the middle of treatment for cancer or another serious health condition and you lose your health coverage so i i feel that you know what we think of as the government might have for someone like me the government has been my friend in some ways, not in every way for sure, but um, the government, you know, air quotes, has to do a better job of communicating with people who may have very good reasons to be distrustful and not expect um, not expect much because they haven't gotten much. And 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 I, certainly Obamacare uh, would have seemed like a really great program to uh, bridge that gap or to be an outreach. Yes, I mean the 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 number of people just in in Oregon alone who were able to get ba- access to basic health care as a result of the Affordable Care Act, thanks to President Obama and you know all the people who worked so hard on that, um, you know hundreds of thousands of people. I want to uh, switch gears just a little bit and talk about Deisha Tate, who is the one of the uh, Skidmore Prize Award winners. Uh, did you nominate her? Um, actually, our executive director nominated Daisha, uh, Susie Jeffrey. She's out on maternity leave right now, but she'll be back in January. And she's worked um, closely with Daisha and, um, you know, really saw something in her that I, th- I think we all saw. But she, she, it was her, her impetus to, to nominate her for the prize. Can you talk a little bit more about what it is that I, I, you and the executive director saw in Daisha? Well, she's uh, Daisha's a, a very competent young woman. She was successful in a corporate job and could have continued in the corporate world and done very well and risen through the ranks. And she decided that she didn't want to do that. She started working in nonprofit healthcare and uh, decided that that was her place. So that's inspiring to me to see somebody with such promise who makes the decision to devote their their energies um, in their work life to to the nonprofit world and especially in healthcare. It's very moving, um, and she's she's wonderful. She's a she's a great detail-oriented person, but she's also a great uh, relationship person, and she gets to know many of our patients and um, helps them through some, some challenges and hurdles in a way that makes it, makes it easier. Um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's, she's a wonderful part of, our, part of our North by Northeast family. What do you hope the award will do or say to her? Well, I think the award tells her that um, her her work and her commitment is recognized. And she said, you know, Susie saw something in me that I didn't really see myself. And I hope she'll see that in herself and feel confident in herself and, and understand how amazing she is. We are talking to Dr. Jill Ginsberg, who's the medical director of North by Northeast Community Health Center. Uh, and we are taking some time also to recognize Deisha Tate, who is one of the Skidmore Prize Award winners who works there. I want to just close out with one more song. Um, this is Sweet Honey in the Rock. 
who I've been listening to since the 1970s. Uh, one of my favorite Sweet Honey in the Rock songs, Ella's Song. Thank you for all the great work you're doing, and I do encourage all of our listeners to check out the Give Guide and to look at the work that North by Northeast Community Health Center is doing and, and to, to donate. We'll believe in freedom cannot rest. You mm-hmm. believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. We will believe in freedom. Hear me talking to you. We will believe in freedom. If you like it, we who believe in freedom, the older I get, the better I know that the secret of my going on is when the reins are in the hands of the young who dare to run against the storm. Cause to me, young people come first.
now come to the end of this week's Nonprofit Hour show. The show has been produced and edited by myself, Jason Dennington, and is recorded at the production studios of X-Ray FM. You can follow us on Facebook or via our Twitter handle, at Nonprofit Hour, and find archives of past shows on our SoundCloud page or free podcasts on the Apple iTunes Store. If you'd like to make a comment or suggestion about an organization we should profile on a future show, please send an email to nph at mediamakingchange.org. We'd like to thank our guests on the show this week, Daisha Tate and Jill Ginsberg of North by Northeast Community Health Center, and extra special thanks to Neil Blake of Revolution Hall for his recordings of the Give Guide launch party there. We'd also like to thank the Media Institute for Social Change, our host Phil Bussey, X-Ray FM, and you, our regular listeners. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you have a great week, and join us again next week at 6 a.m. Monday or 1 p.m. on Tuesday for the Nonprofit Hour Show.